This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. McDowell Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle & Cook Mortgage, LLC. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. And now, here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today I've got the man, the myth, the legend in the studio (laughs) today. I'm talking about Mark Johnson. Uh, Obviously, Mark, for three decades, was the leading news uh, anchor at KTVB, uh, news uh, and television and uh, journalist. And he retired December 21st of 2021. December 20, it was a 21 or 23? It was 21. 21, okay. <laughs> uh, actually, 23rd. 23rd. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was I remember it was my wife's birthday. Yeah. twenty December 23rd. That's right. So it's going on a year now, and we wanted to catch up with Mark and see what's going on. And But first of all, Mark, welcome to Game Plan for Life. Thanks, uh, Skip. You're one of my favorite people in the entire world that I've ever met. And this oh, is a, wow. an honor and a privilege for me. Wow, wow. Well, thank you for that. Um, the last time you and I talked, you were still broadcasting at a TV station, and we did a show from there, mm-hmm. and, and you were in action, of course. But now that you're out of that uh, and retired, why uh, we're going to find out what you're up to. But before we do that, Mark, uh, let's go back and refresh people's minds about uh, your, your history, where you grew up, and kind of take us up to today. Well, like you, uh, and and I'll give you the Cliff Notes version on this, as, as my mother would like to say, the Reader's Digest version. Yep. Um, I was born in Minnesota. Uh, like, my par- like me. Like you. My parents were uh, both uh, uh, products of uh, farming communities in northern Minnesota. My mom from Crookston, my dad in Fargo and Detroit Lakes, and uh, I was born in Minneapolis, and uh, exactly. And uh, my parents were not sports fans, uh, but when we, when my father took a job in Milwaukee, his first job uh, as a store manager of a W. T. Grant Five and Dime store, mm. he and a buddy went down to County Stadium, and they found out about this thing called the Green Bay Packers. Yep. who were 1 in 10 the year before. Yep. But a guy by the name of Vince Lombardi had just shown up, and there was a lot of hype, and my dad said, I want to see what this is all about. They bought two season tickets for the Milwaukee games. Yeah. The Packers, as you recall, back right. then played two regular season games in Milwaukee and a preseason game. Right. And those three games cost a total of $12 mm. per season ticket. <laughs> He became a gigantic Packers fan, and when we moved back to Minnesota, where I was kind of raised, I was the only Packers fan in school. Ended up in St. Louis in high school and the University of Missouri, continued as a Packers fan. 
my first job was in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and having spent my wonder years in St. Louis, I got to cover the uh, St. Louis Cardinals right. and baseball and football mm-hmm. team at the time, mm-hmm. and a lot of your former friends were on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil Lomax and a number of those guys got to cover that and then all of a sudden a call came my way it was a headhunter who was representing the news director in Boise Idaho wanted to know if I would consider becoming the sports director in Boise Idaho in 1983 Mm-hmm. I was recently married, and uh, she and I both liked to ski, and we said, let's go. Mm. And I became sports director here in 1983. Right. I was here until 88, and then the big market called, went to Milwaukee, mm-hmm. covered the Green Bay Packers. Yep. And having been able to go to Milwaukee after being here and and uh, meeting my boyhood idol, Jerry Kramer, and working with him, doing play-by-play of the University of Idaho football yeah, games here, yeah, yeah. I came back with an arsenal of stories and a little bit of, uh, uh, a little bit of gravitas mm. having met and, and worked with Jerry. Yeah. And I got back and did that for eight years, covered the Packers and all of the things in Milwaukee, and then... The company said, it's time for you to go to the real big market, and I went to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. for almost two years and covered the Pittsburgh Steelers with Bill Cower, Super Bowl Thirty down in Tempe, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife and I never really felt like we were ingrained in the Pittsburgh community. She a little bit more than me, yeah. and uh, when Bob Kruger, my former boss right. who hired me the first time around, right. who, as you know, he called me and said, hey, Larry Manili is leaving. It's time for you to come back, and it's time for you to uh, return to the place that you love. Yeah. And so 10 years after I had left here, I came back, sports director for four years, and then four years after that, Doug Armstrong said, it's time for you to become our main anchor. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for almost 20 years. Yeah, yeah, wow, wow, well. You and I worked together for a couple of years, I think 87, 88. We did. And we had fun. We had a lot we of had fun. fun. Tom you, Scott, you, Paul me, and Jay. Tom Scott, Paul J. that's right. That was quite a crew. Well, that, I always tell people that that was really the start of this Bronco legacy that has, has been elevated, as you've yeah. seen, uh, to heights that uh, I'm sure that you envisioned would happen back right. then, and you knew that there was the potential. Uh, we didn't have the infrastructure when you were there, didn't right. have the budget, didn't have right. the population base. But, boy, as all of that increased and the program increased, I really credit you with uh, yeah. beginning that tradition. Well, we laid down a few of the stepping stones, and then everybody that came in after, another step, another step, mm-hmm. another step. and. Eventually, it got to be in the top ten in the country, which is truly remarkable. And I tell people all the time, the greatest story in college football is the Boise State story. Mm-hmm. How they came from Bango Junior College yeah. and ended up, uh, not ended up yet, but attained what they've attained over the years. Yeah, and Lyle Smith, really the grandfather of the right. program, who you took in and uh, made sure that he was uh, never forgotten. No, he was always welcome, and he'd come mm-hmm. to practice, and yeah, it was great having him around. Well, Mark, I want to uh, 
brag on you a little bit, so just uh, you know, don't don't be offended. Um, <laughs> in in Mark's uh, storied career, he's been the face of Idaho News on KTVB's top-rated evening and late newscasts, and a champion for countless community nonprofit organizations. Uh, he's covered a Super Bowl, a World Series, Fiesta Bowls, NCAA basketball tournaments, and five Olympic Games, winning a National Edward R. Murrow Award for his work involving the 2002 Salt Lake Olympics. So, Mark, that's quite a that's quite a mouthful. Yeah, I look back at those uh, days covering the Olympics, and um, I, my wife. Chrissy, who is the love of my life and just the rock of our family, uh, she would drop me off at the airport and I'd say, see you in a month, honey. And for 29 straight days, it was 12, 14, 16-hour days. Now, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, right, Mark, you're complaining about going to... (laughs) Turin, Italy, or Sydney, Australia, or Athens, Greece, but it it was pre uh, dawn and post dusk, and you were humping it, and uh, I probably lost eight or nine pounds every single time I went, and uh, yeah, but it was those were experiences that. I will always, yeah. always remember. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, of all those experiences, is there one that sticks out most in your mind? You know, I I think there are a couple, and they're not all sports related. Uh, of course, Super Bowl Thirty was yeah. uh, was pretty amazing uh, to be down in Phoenix for. We were there almost eleven days with a crew of seventeen mm. from. WTAE in Pittsburgh, the ABC station, and I got to know some of the guys on the team pretty well. I, I think the interview that I did with Muhammad Ali when he was in Boise promoting a fight back in 1985 or 84, mm-hmm. and uh, he had just started the onset, uh, um, the shaking uh, that he that he developed and he was starting to shake and boy he was just so classy and he was so funny and he was great uh, I'll never forget that also I uh, the other story that I like to tell is that you know I I did have a little whimsical side to me as you recall when I was a sports guy uh, some people would call it uh, wacky <laughs> at times they they weren't wrong um, so when Doug Armstrong said to me he wanted to be our main, wanted me to be our main news anchor and anchor the six and ten o'clock news every night, and I said, the only trepidation I have about this is my credibility factor. How, how do you give somebody who puts basketball hats on their head during the NCAA tournament credibility in hard news? And he looked at me, and. He might deny that he said this because uh, he, he said he doesn't recall, but I know he said it. He said, he looked at me and said, Mark, with our promotional machine here at News Channel 7, mm-hmm. I could turn Homer Simpson into Walter Cronkite. <laughs> and I, I said, I don't know whether to take that as a compliment yeah, or not, right. but uh, what, what happened was a week or 10 days later, Dirk Kempthorne, the governor, yeah. um, 
had been nominated to become Secretary of the Interior by the Bush administration, Mm -hmm. and his nomination hearings were going on in Congress, and they sent me to cover Dirk Kempthorne's congressional nomination hearings Mm -hmm. in front of Congress, and I spent four days doing live shots in front of the Capitol, in front of the uh, the White House, interviewing Dirk and other congressional uh, delegates, and um, did a half-hour show on it. And when Dirk was, uh, when when he was sworn in, his first day on the job, he called and said his staff called and said he has granted you exclusive one-on-one the day in the life of the Secretary of the Interior. And I flew back with a photographer, and we spent a day and did a half-hour special on Dirk Kempthorne's first day. And it was really amazing, uh, touring the monuments and meeting with uh, Native American tribes and their delegation and dealing with all of the things a cabinet member deals with. So that that was a big, big step in my transition from you know balancing golf clubs on my nose (laughs) to to uh really doing the heart of news journalism yeah yeah well there's another side to mark johnson and that's the service side Mm -hmm. and i know you've served on local nonprofits, including the boys and girls club big brothers big sisters United Cerebral Palsy, United Way, Salvation Army, First Day of Idaho, Make-A-Wish, the Boise Rescue Mission, Dress for Success, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you'll recall Doug Armstrong uh, kind of coined this phrase, and it was passed uh, down to Kate Morris, his successors, and now Jessica Hagen, who is the president now. Doug would always say, at Channel 7, news is our heart, but community service is our soul. Right. And I've really adopted that because mm-hmm. that is pretty much the way I, I, I live my daily life you there bet. at, at Idaho's bet. News Channel 7 and continue to do so. Um, you know, I love those organizations you rattled off. I'm mm-hmm. doing the uh, Boys and Girls Club uh, golf tournament uh, at Banbury this weekend and um, you know I've got uh, the Dress for Success event coming up that uh, that I love to do Just uh, Rachel Flickle does an amazing job and uh, you know make a wish and uh, on and on and on but the one thing that I did kind of dive into uh, I am on the board of the Wasmuth I'm on the advisory board of the Wasmuth Center for Human Rights right. which is a really important endeavor for me mm-hmm. and their new development their new expansion yep. new building is going to break ground here uh, coming up this, later this fall but Tommy Alquist um, BVA's foundation is called Inspire Excellence Idaho and uh, they've got a number of great people. Well, they're all the board members are amazing, including Pastor Mark Thornton, mm-hmm. Tammy DeVere, uh, former Meridian mayor, is the head of that. Uh, you know, they've got local business leaders from, from ESI and from McIlvain Construction and all over the Treasure Valley. And so I'm excited about this foundation and the board and the, what they're doing for local charities in town and people that really, truly do 
inspire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're one of those people, but these there are people that are on the streets in downtown Boise, um, and they earmark eight or nine of those people. They have a luncheon, and they give those people a check for $1,000, and they, in turn, give those to the charity that's nearest and dearest to their heart. Um, You know, people that are going around to restaurants. There's one gentleman in Boise that was going around to restaurants after the lunch hour sandwich places saying, hey, any of your sandwiches that didn't get sold? Yeah, sure, we've got 30 of them. Oh, any of this stuff. And then he gives those Mm -hmm. to the shelters and the homeless people. Mm -hmm. And so he got a check for Mm $1,000. Somebody that has a, uh, you know, a a treatment center, a tiny little treatment center in Garden City that's doing big things for a small amount of people, $1,000 moves the needle for him. So so I want to, I pitched the board to do a golf tournament I, you and I have both played in a million charity golf tournaments. Seems like it. <laughs> it has. Um, but I've never hosted one. And so next year, uh, I'm going to host uh, the Inspire uh, Excellence Idaho.org mm. charity golf tournament uh, on September 11th. Okay. We're trying to get Mountain Home to do a flyover after they fly over the Capitol to come over the top mm-hmm. of the River Club in. Uh, in Garden City, and uh, I think it'll be a big, big, it'll be a charity event. Uh, uh, I talked to Dirk Cutter over the weekend up in Sun Valley, yeah. and he said, no brainer, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also saw Chuck Pagano as well, yeah. and uh, Chris Peterson now has a little bit of time on his hands. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, bring him into the into the fray. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And Chad Pfeiffer, who you're familiar with, yeah. he uh, is the wounded warrior who uh, came back and after considering taking his own life three times, mm-hmm. he found the game of golf and became the first amputee to ever play in a PGA golf tournament wow. when he was uh, a sponsor, got a sponsor's exemption at the Albertsons Boise Open about four years ago. So, mm-hmm. you know, those are the inspirational absolutely. stories that really, really pull me in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of the golf things, uh, we do something here at at the station, um, Inspirational Family Radio that's unique. We actually put on a golf classic, we call it, for pastors and ministry leaders. Mm. We pay for the whole thing. The, the, the gentlemen or gentle ladies that come out, mm. they, they get golf, they get carts, they get uh, barbecue afterwards, <laughs> they get awards. Everybody leaves with something. And <laughs> it's just a way of honoring those people for sure. what they do day in, day out. And So that's that's coming up uh, in, in, in September also. And then you might be uh, interested in this. Uh, the River Club on September 15th, I'm doing a book signing. So we'll be there. Uh, Fantastic. I think it starts at 6, 6 or 5, maybe 5 to 8. But we'll be there, and if anybody's interested in, in coming out to the River Club uh, for the book signing on September 15th, why, just know you're welcome. You're that book is welcome. a page-turner. Uh, I've read it and uh, kind of reread a few of the, uh, the chapters. Um, it's, it's fascinating the people that you have met along the way and have maintained relationships with you can pick up you're one of the few guys i know around here that can pick up the phone and call nick saban yeah (laughs) 
and say, Coach, take it easy on Mark Johnson's University of Missouri Tigers this weekend. <laughs> I don't think he'd listen. <laughs> no, he wouldn't listen to that. But, no, that's, you know, that's it's been a great journey, and, and we love Boise. You know, this is our home. We're not going anywhere. This We're home to roost. Our kids are here, and mm-hmm. grandkids are here, and you can't beat that. You know, no. It's, just, it's absolute, absolutely wonderful. No, like you, um, I've had my taste of Seattle. Uh, my, As you know, I've got two sets of twins. Right. Uh, we call them the big twins, little twins. They love that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, they're 37 and 19, all girls. And um, one of the big twins is in Seattle with her husband, who works at Google. She works at Seattle Children's. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave us our first grandson two years ago. And any minute now, she's going to give us our first granddaughter. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. Uh, but when we go to visit those guys, and they're in West Seattle, which is kind of in a bubble. Right. It's kind of away from the craziness mm. that is going on in Seattle right downtown, now. Yeah. And downtown is just a mess. Um, we always come away going... Thank God we live in, in Boise, Idaho. No it's just, uh, no it, it's kidding. just not something that's appealing to me. No, no, no. Well, Mark, we got about five minutes left, and I want to kind of give you an opportunity to share what you're doing now. You know, you've, mm. you've left the the microphone. You know, like a coach leaves his whistle. <laughs> you've left, yeah, you've left your microphone, but. <laughs> Bring us up to date. What are you doing now? Well, like I said, we've got uh, we've got family in Seattle, and then uh, our other daughter is here working for Salter, and uh, she's with a, a great guy, and uh, and and then um, the nineteen year old twins. One's a sophomore at Boise State, just started the school year. The other's a sophomore at Wazoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking forward to the Apple Cup this year. Yeah. I have to put aside my Chris Peterson purple visor <laughs> and put on a Go Cougs cap. Uh, so we're doing that. My wife and I have spending a lot of time in McCall. In fact, we'll be there this weekend and next weekend. And mm-hmm. just it's just fantastic. And uh, you know, we're doing the transition thing. I decided I was going to take the entire year off, yeah. entertain. All opportunities right. and all proposals and yeah. pitches right. and not take any of them. Yeah. And so far, I've kind of held true to that. But uh, any potential uh, opportunities <laughs> out there after the first of the year, I just want to let you know I'm available. <laughs> but um, well, I'm playing, uh, playing a little more golf than, than I did. Chasing a little white ball around. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a league. Uh, it's a, Every club has a, a men's and a women's league, right? Well, the men's league at the River Club, formerly the Plantation, right. which is where I live on the golf course. And, um, the men's league is every Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, I've always had a little thing at 6 o'clock, so I've never been able to play. But I would come home for dinner after the 6 o'clock news at 6.45, and right. guys would stop and say, MJ, when are you going to play league? And I would say, it was a running gag. I would say, 10 years from now, <laughs> then the next year, 9 years from So it was always a running countdown, and so I'd come home, and guys would go, what's the countdown at now? And I'd say, 1. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next year. So I finally am able to play league. Quick story, the first league night was the first part of May 
rained out. Oh, I'd been waiting 25 years to play in league at the River Club. It was rained out. But doing uh, doing all of that stuff and, again, just spending some quality time with Chrissy. Yeah, we've, we've never been home together between the hours of 8 and 11 o'clock at night. Well, quality time, you know, there's nothing better than that. So you've certainly put in your time. You've earned your stripes. <laughs> you've done so much for this community. Uh, and people have seen your face for a long time, and they still like you, <laughs> which is a which is a real tribute to you. That's and, a bonus. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been great, Mark, and I've sure enjoyed uh, being around you. And we've worked together, and we've like I've seen you on TV every night. You haven't seen me, but <laughs> we've we've been out there watching as well. So, anything else? We've got about a minute or so left. Anything else that you want to share before we sign off? Yeah, I would just uh, like folks to. Uh, this is a relatively new organization, Inspire Excellence Idaho. Uh, go to the website. They've got a production team that put together some really amazing videos from the recipients last year. Just go to the website, inspireexcellenceidaho.org. Um, the luncheon is coming up in uh, this this fall, actually in a little over a month, and it's got details on how you can go to the luncheon and really be inspired. And this is one of those events, this luncheon that they do at Jump. You come away right. with not only tears in your eyes, but your heart swelling mm-hmm. for what's going on in our community. So inspireexcellenceidaho.org. Well, that, that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, listen, you uh, get that golf handicap down. Uh, what, where are you at right now? I, I'm an eight. Eight? I'm an eight right that's now, good, which, is, which is up a little bit. But I did win my consolation in my flight at the McCall Amateur. So that's my big trophy absolutely, for the year. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, competition is always good, and it's always fun. And I love it. And so many people in golf, too. I yeah. Mean, story after story coming off the golf course. And, yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Well, again, Mark, just want to say thank you for. Uh, thank you, Skip. You know, Always cherish our times. I appreciate that. What you've that. done, second. Thanks. And uh, appreciate you going forward, and and we will keep an eye on you, and we'll maybe have you back uh, another time. That'd be great. I always cherish our time together, Coach. Together. Thanks. So thanks again, Mark, for being a guest on Game Plan for Life. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors: Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino, oh yes we did. Diamond Heating and Cooling. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. The Building Hope Project, a hand up, not a hand out. And Zero as Carpet Cleaning. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.